Today's topic is spirituality and activism. Now, it can get a little confusing as we walk the spiritual path. Are we supposed to just chill and affirm that all is well? Or are we supposed to stand up and resist abuse? Both perspectives are valid. In this episode, I'm going to explain how and why. You're listening to The Spiritual Awakening Show. I'm Brent Spirit, and if you're interested in finding out more about me and checking out more of my free content, you can visit brentspirit.com. As well, if you've got a question for me, my email inbox is open. You can reach out at info at brentspirit.com. Now, let's dive into this topic. Enjoy. Where does activism fit on the spiritual path? Now, this can get a little tricky at times because, of course, in spirituality, we hear teachings and ideas about uh, not resisting, about things being all well, all is good. There's no need to fight. There's no need to get angry. So we have some ideas like that. I'll call those the more passive ideas within spirituality. And then sometimes you also have ideas about standing up for what's right, standing up for people that maybe don't have a voice, having compassion for those people. And maybe that compassion expresses itself as fighting for them, fighting for change for them. You know, we've got a lot of people that are suffering. What can we do to help them? How can we help them show love for them by engaging in activism? And maybe there's concerns about the environment. What can we do for the environment and mother nature? How can we resist the negative forces and the corruption that's taking place on our planet? So there are these two general ideas. There's the one of, you know, accepting all as well. Acceptance, total acceptance, relaxation, trust. And then on the other hand, we have a recognition that we have power to make change. And so sometimes we get a little stuck between wondering, am I supposed to just be sitting back and allowing the world to be as it is, not fighting, not resisting? Or am I supposed to be standing up and using my voice, using my power to make positive change, to reduce the suffering on the planet and that sort of thing. So the way I'm going to address this today is by using the very famous, sacred, beautiful text called the Bhagavad Gita. The Bhagavad Gita is a text, comes out of India. It's one of the most foundational texts of yoga. It's a shame that it's actually not required reading for all yoga teachers I'm not really sure why, but that's a different topic for another day. But Bhagavad Gita is a text in which we have the story of Arjuna and Krishna, and it's a conversation between the two. And it addresses many different topics, one of them being activism, but of course it talks about self-realization, the different paths of yoga, bhakti yoga, karma yoga, yana yoga. But Today, I want to address a more subtle point that we see in the Bhagavad Gita, which has to do with doing doing what's right, fighting for what's right, and of course, like I've been saying, social justice, activism. So the story of the Bhagavad Gita, put simply, we have Arjuna, he's a warrior, and there is a battle over the kingdom, and one of the families that is trying to take over the kingdom is a corrupt family. So... The more morally justified family is fighting against the corrupt family to get hold of the kingdom. Now, Arjuna, his job 
is to launch the war, to begin the war by blowing his horn as a signal to say the war has begun. So he comes to the battlefield. Everyone's ready there, waiting to start this war over the kingdom. And he's about to blow his horn, and he recognizes that when he blows his horn, the war is going to start, and a lot of people are going to die. And he doesn't want to have people die. He says, I don't want these people to die. I can't start this war. I'm going to feel like I'm responsible for all of the death and the violence and the, and the destruction that's about to take place. So this is when everybody's ready. Everyone's just waiting for him to blow his horn. And this is now when Krishna, who is an avatar, who is basically the manifestation of the divine of God, Krishna, he comes as Arjuna's charioteer. So he's leading the, char leading the chariot and Arjuna's there at the back with uh, his bow and arrow and his horn. And Krishna basically says to him, dude, blow the horn and start the war. Get on with it. Stop hanging around here being afraid, not playing your role as a warrior, playing your role as the person who's meant to start the war and get on with it. So this goes on into a very deep conversation. And like I said, they talk about many different things within this context. But here, Krishna is saying to Arjuna, you have to play your role in life. You have to play your role in the drama. And for Arjuna in particular, it was to launch the war and to fight. And Krishna says, look, you have to start this war because if the corrupt family wins this war and, and or takes over the kingdom, a lot more suffering is going to be inflicted on the society. And so this war is justified. It has to be done. People are going to die and that's okay. That's okay because Arjuna, Krishna says, all of these people, they're truly immortal. They're all spiritually, their, their essence is spirit. It's God, it's divine. So the body may die, but they will continue on. So don't worry so much about death. Get on with the drama, okay? And Krishna goes on to say, their lives, their destiny, their fate is already set, already set. It's already set. Your job is is to stop delaying what's already set. Stop delaying their fate and their destiny and get on with it. Start the war, take action and fight for what's right. So in this context, Krishna as God is saying to Arjuna, be an activist, get on with it. Don't be passive, take action. And so within a spiritual context, sometimes, it is justified to resist, to rebel against the powers that be, against injustice, against inequality, okay? It's justified to get angry, to use your voice, to fight, and to scream, okay? Sometimes there are different ways in which activism can take place. More extreme cases, maybe it's a war. I'm not saying that you have to get violent per se. Of course, Bhagavad Gita was set in a certain time where war was common, you could say, and maybe that was the most effective way for people to make change. But today, you know, we've got different technology and this sort of thing, and we can use our voice in many different ways. So maybe violence isn't guaranteed to be a part of activism per se. But that doesn't mean that resistance isn't necessary. Resistance to the powers that be, resistance to... Uh, Things like hate, violence, racism, sexism, homophobia, all this sort of thing. Resistance is justified. It's not that it's unspiritual. Your role, 
within this spiritual play of life, within this drama, may be to actually stand up and rebel against those powers that be, against the powers that be. And it doesn't mean that now you're in ego because you're resisting and you're forgetting that all is well. All is well regardless whether you're going to be fighting for what's right or not. All is well. So why don't you, if you feel inspired within your heart, if that's your dharma, if that's where you're being called, if that's what resonates with you, if that's where you feel like moving towards, move into some activism in some way or another and it doesn't have to contradict your spirituality it doesn't mean that now you're an egoic being that's now caught up in maya or the illusion of the world and that sort of thing just like krishna was saying to arjuna play your role and your role arjuna in this moment is to launch the war you're a warrior so perhaps you feel inspired within you at some point or another maybe it's lightly there's a lot of issues to get uh, riled up about lately Right, but maybe that's how you feel. You want to go and march and riot and and scream and chant and shout and and hold up a sign and march to the government buildings and have your voice be heard. Maybe you want to express something on social media, whatever it may be. Don't feel as if, oh, if I'm doing all of this, I'm resisting, I'm in a state of resistance. You're not. You're playing your role. It's necessary. This is part of life. It's part of the drama of life. Power comes, becomes abusive. Something has to come and resist that power and take it back down. And that may be the role that you have to play. Now, with that said, I want to look at the opposite perspective here. Not always do you have to feel as if you have to be part of this outward, very obvious and apparent resistance. Not always do you have to always feel as if you have to be speaking out or marching or rioting or protesting or whatever it is. Not always. Sometimes what you're called to do is to turn inwards and to become an anchor of the light, of positivity, of love, of healing energy. And so you have to go into yourself, you have to go into a state of peace, of presence, you have to remember all is well. You have to meditate. And in doing so, what you're doing actually is not a passive thing. It's not as if you're not influencing the outcome within the field, within the drama. What you're doing is you're holding space for those warriors to go out and to speak out and to use their voice and to fight and to resist the abusers. So some of us have different roles. Some people are going to have to maybe hold up a sign. Some people are going to have to share something on social media. Some people are going to have to fight. Okay. Some people, which maybe you at different times, are going to have to sit in your meditative space and to hold space and to send out healing, positivity, send out conscious energy to support those on the battlefield. And this can vary from at different times. Sometimes people on the spiritual path, especially if you're going through a deep, deep upgrade, you may be too tired to actually go out and fight. And you may sometimes feel guilty saying, oh, I should be out there fighting. I should be expressing my voice and sharing and standing up for those people. But I've been going through a lot and I don't have the energy within me. That's okay. That's okay. You don't have to feel guilty. Just Rest in the knowing within yourself all as well. Become an anchor of the light and know that this is very effective in supporting the changes that are happening in the outside world. Now, people that are very much into the outward, out, outward expression of resistance and, and that sort of way of taking action may look at somebody who's, who's sitting in a state of meditation and emanating positivity and love and healing energy. And they may look at that person and say, 
oh, you're complacent, you're passive, you're not doing anything, you're not using your voice, you're privileged, but you're not using that privilege to help the unprivileged. They may even go so far as to say that because of your, your apparent inaction, you're siding with the oppressor. That's because they don't necessarily understand the power of anchoring consciousness. They don't understand the power of emanating the healing energy of love. And that's okay. That's okay. They are maybe in a different phase on their journey, and they may not yet have tapped into the power of what it means to sit in quietude, in meditation, in presence, in love, in consciousness, and to send that out to the world. They don't yet understand or appreciate the value of that. But it is incredibly, incredibly powerful. There, of course, will be people that will say, yeah, right, it's much more effective to go out and scream and shout with the sign and all that stuff. It's much more effective to post on your social media and all that kind of stuff. That's okay. Let them do their thing. You know and trust in the power of your presence, in the power of your awareness, the power of your healing energy and trust in that and know that when you feel drawn to do that, to sit and to hold space for what's happening in the world, do that, you'll be very effective and you're absolutely needed. This is how you can be a support for people on the front lines, okay? So the way that we can look at this in the context of Bhagavad Gita, we can look at Krishna. Think about it. Krishna is the charioteer. He's there and he's saying to Arjuna, start the war, go and fight, shoot your arrow, kill people, get on with it, do, do it for the greater good, play your role. But Krishna's not fighting himself. He's not killing anybody. He's not resisting. He's sitting there just manning the chariot. Sometimes you're going to play the role of Arjuna. You're going to feel passion. You're going to feel passionate. You're going to feel emotional impulse to take action, to resist. Okay, And that's you're playing a role as Arjuna. Other times you're going to play the role of Krishna where you're going to just sit, hold space, Know that all is well, but not resist what's happening. Not going to say to people, hey, don't fight and don't don't resist the oppressor. All is well. No, you're going to say, yeah, do your thing. Do your thing, my friend. But I'm going to sit here and I'm going to anchor the light while you do that. And maybe later, when I get the impulse, the, the, the inspiration, when I recoup my energy, I will join you on the front lines. Or maybe we'll switch roles. Maybe your friend will say, okay, I've, I'm getting tired. I feel like I need to take some space and chill out. And you'll switch roles. But that's how it can be. Just know that either way, either you're on the front lines screaming and shouting, or you're in, in, in your space sending out that healing love, you are very effective when it comes to bringing about change on the planet. And this is very essential as we go through this ascension. A lot of the old systems, the old paradigms that have been abusive, that are outdated, obsolete, are going to begin to crumble. And it's going to crumble as a result of people resisting, rebelling getting angry and then channeling that anger towards bringing about change and that's necessary it's good it's not it's not in contradiction to these ideas of spirituality being all peaceful and blissful it's part of the play consider bhagavad gita like i'm saying okay but times we have to be willing to also rest and not to feel guilty and not to feel as if oh i'm not doing enough taking space to recharge sending out healing energy is very very effective we all need to play our roles as we go through this change. What's important is that you either pick one or the two. You're either out there speaking up or you're inside holding presence, setting an intention to be an anchor of the light. 
Okay, so that's my message for you today, all about spirituality and activism. Thank you so much for all that you're doing for what's happening today on the planet. Whether you feel it's big or small, I guarantee you it has a very profound ripple effect. And we're all we're all feeling it. We're all benefiting from it. Change is coming. It's going to be great. I look forward to the future and what we can create together. Much love. I'll catch you later.